Since I was in elementary school, I started drawing on computers, built my first website at the age of 12, started my real estate career at 17, and continue to help businesses grow through online marketing and graphic design. I want to teach people about my two passions of real estate and marketing. My name is Hayden Gershner, and you're listening to The Remarketable Podcast. What's up, everybody? Hayden here, coming to you with another episode. So, uh, as always, I have uh, one episode a week going over marketing and another episode the same week going over real estate. But for today's podcast episode, I thought I'd go ahead and tell a little bit a bit more about myself. Uh, just for some of the viewers or listeners out there that might be wondering, in case if my uh, brief intro uh, didn't explain well enough. Uh, I'm Hayden. I was born in Owl Park, Texas, very, very small town. And I pretty much grew up in Wichita Falls, a little bit bigger town uh, here in Texas, about 30 minutes from the Oklahoma border. Uh, anyways, growing up, my parents, they own a bakery here in town. They still do currently. And uh, I mean, that was my first like uh, step into entrepreneurship was seeing them uh, I'd have to wake up with them pretty much every morning at 3 a.m. We had an office in the back that I'd sleep at. Uh, of course, not over with the food stuff. <laughs> uh, but that, that, I mean, that was my whole childhood was going to school, going there, and then going home, doing it all over again, uh, not having too much free time, really, uh, like to hang out with friends. Um, but anyways, uh, fast forward till uh, I was probably about 7 to 10 some around there, I was I started making things. So uh, I, I I've always been a creative. Uh, I I would design these different inventions. Of course, being like seven and ten, I am no genius whatsoever. I can't remember my exact score, but I'm pretty sure I got like a like around a nine eighty on my SAT. Um, but anyways, I would draw out blueprints for all these sort of things like. Uh, you know that little iRobot thing that vacuums your home? I thought of one that did the same thing but for cutting your lawn. And of course there's one going on now. I thought about backpacks that massaged you while you walked because in school I always had heavy backpacks. Uh, just things like that. And then I started actually creating certain things. Uh, like at the at the bakery we would have. It was the crappiest thing looking back at it. I, I love my parents. <laughs> I, I can't believe they let me do this. But uh, I would get the little bowls they would put soup in and they were they were styrofoam so i was able to cut through them and i would tie pretty much paper towels onto them turn them into uh, like a hot air balloon but it was more like a parachute because you could drop and everything i vividly remember making probably 20 of them and putting them on the shelf and put them at like two dollars a piece and uh, that that was pretty much the earliest i can remember my first try at doing something entrepreneurial and then of course uh, a couple of years down the road uh, my little cousin well not little cousin she's two years older than me uh was doing a, a lemonade stand so uh it was cookies actually it was not a lemonade stand it was cookies and then you know got into that um and then uh junior high hits and everything and in between all this i've I, i've been uh using paint on microsoft you guys probably know what i'm talking about that fun little super super simple drawing uh application on, on microsoft computers um and 
my parents probably still have the print-offs, but uh, I'm a huge, huge Star Wars fan. And uh, back around that time, they had some cartoons coming out. So I would draw those cartoons on the computer. And from what I remember, it wasn't that bad off, but I was... I, I I still am. I'm a perfectionist, so every single pixel I zoomed in every time to get everything right. And uh, then I started learning about GIMP. And then uh, my parents, of course, have the bakery. I, I thought it'd be nice that they had a website they could actually use. So I started developing their first website. Um, then in high school, uh, I, I actually took a couple of classes uh, for Photoshop. I learned a lot about that then, and then I took an architecture class, uh, of course, with real estate. Uh, architecture was something that brought my two loves, because uh, with houses, my parents growing up, they took me to houses all the time, to look at open houses, just go drive around just to look at houses. So uh, being able to actually build them on the computer, and then I remember one, uh, it was probably a good four-week project, like a whole month, we, we took out uh, balsa wood, and we made all the structures for the house, like made doorways, windows, made the roofs, everything. It was so cool. It was more, more construction than architecture on that end, but it was still really fun. And uh, I originally was going to sign up to go to college, uh, or sign up for colleges and uh, to, to go for architecture, to get an architecture degree. Um, but uh, a lot of things happened, a lot of things changed. When I was 17, uh, my parents bought their first rental property and Red Ridge Dad Poor Dad. Me at the time, I was just ready to get out of school. I, I could care less about some of that stuff. And being 17 and careless, my parents say, okay, well, you're gonna have to get a job. So I knew first off seeing them in food industry, I did not want to do anything with food. Um, I knew that they really liked real estate and Rich Dad Poor Dad, of course, if you're in real estate, you've read this book, I know you have. If you haven't though, Go check it out. There's a lot. And surprisingly enough, a lot of people don't know this, that book was actually ghostwritten. I don't know how much to the extent it was actually a ghostwritten. It was ghostwritten. But yeah. Uh, anyways, I read that book and then I decided, okay, real estate would be awesome to get into. But I'm 17. I'm going to have to get a lot of money to get into real estate. So what better way than going to a real estate firm? First one I went to was a big local, uh, it's like, like one of those local mega agent sort of things. And they pretty much laughed me out the door. I'm not going to name who they are on here. Maybe if I get bigger, I might. Because it, it really just hit me to the core. But if anything, I just have to tell them thank you. Because if they didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I am now. Um, I went to another local office. They were too full to have anybody there. So then I ended up going over to Remax. Um, and I worked as an assistant because legally you can't have a real estate license until you're 18. So I worked as an assistant for about two and a half years. I actually, uh, it was because my birthday's in December. It was right after, uh, actually I bought the courses uh, right before Christmas time. And that way I, I would be able to, you know, do everything and so I can get my license. So I bought the courses like as an early Christmas present to me. I uh, did it online. Uh, I use Allied Business Schools if any of you guys are interested. Oh, shout, shout out my name, shameless plug, but if you shout out my name, I think they give you like $100 off. I'm not sure, um, but I think they have some sort of thing uh, like that. At least they did a couple years ago when there was an agent wanting uh, to, or so, someone wanting to become a future agent. Uh, anyways, I pretty much finished every uh, single course before I finished high school, which was amazing. But at the same time, 
I uh, I, I started. I, I'm ADD. If you can't tell already, I uh, I was like, I don't really know if I want to do this. So uh, the the entire time I was working at Remax, half the time was spent on doing future ventures because in this whole in between space with my uh, with me getting into real estate. It brought me to a bunch of videos on YouTube and where I learned about, uh, uh, he, he's a pretty cool friend now, uh, but Rob Dom, he, he's, he's awesome. If you go watch his YouTube channel, I think he's almost hit like 500,000 subs now, but uh, he has a gorgeous Diablo because he had some something, it was like, because I've always loved cars and the video title is something like how to afford a Lamborghini. Of course, if you're 17, you want to know how to afford a Lamborghini. So I just watched his videos, and then I found I, I researched more about him, and then I found out about Seeker Entourage. Seeker Entourage, for you guys that don't know, it's an entrepreneur group. Uh, started in Florida. Uh, I think they just hit their 10-year anniversary this year. Uh, but anyways, I was one of the first members on there at the time. It was like $20 a month. Then after my second year, they're like, "Hey, for $200, you can have a lifetime." So. I got in that way. I have no idea what they're charging now, but it's just a giant group of entrepreneurs and they have all these lessons that you can listen to and watch podcast episodes, interviews, really, really in-depth stuff. Plus they have their own courses for practically anything for flipping cars to flipping watches to flipping houses. They, they got like everything. So go check them out. Highly recommend them. And I don't get anything from saying that. I, I, a lot of what I have now is because of Secret Entourage, but everything always stems right back down to my parents. Um, but with, uh, uh, so I told you guys I'm ADD. Uh, with that, uh, there was uh, one episode uh, throughout Secret Entourage that I was watching, and it was a guy, uh, Brandon something, I can't remember his last name, but he was uh, an app developer. So I was like, oh, awesome. I, I like working on computers. I can develop an app. I made about three on Android before I was like, this is difficult. It, it was on Java and if you know anything about computer code. So, um, cause at the time I only really knew HTML and CSS and Java is like a whole nother thing. And of course there's a lot more stuff that was back in 2011 or 20. No, no, no. Sorry. About 20, uh, about 2012 or so. Um, anyways, I, I actually, uh, ended up going to Upwork at the time. It was Odesk and uh, hired out an Indian company to develop an app I had. And that app was uh, MapMinder because being ADD and everything, I'm super forgettable. So, uh, and being a, a real estate, I was a tra transaction coordinator. So a lot of stuff, I was running around doing errands all the time. I was putting out signs, putting out flyers, taking pictures of houses, dropping off paperwork, picking up paperwork, all that kind of stuff. So remembering things was one of the biggest things I wanted to know how to do so or not how to do, but I wanted to be able to do all the time. So I was like, Hey, I'll just make an app where it's a giant map and I can put little uh, reminders. And when I get into the certain range, the GPS will like sound off an alarm saying, Hey, reminder, do this. And then you have a repeat and everything. Needless to say, uh, Google keep, uh, it's the Google app. It's, I, I use it all the time now. It has that feature. Uh, but at the time, that, that was a non-existent thing. So uh, at the, uh, looking at it, it was really, really small amount. It was only like 750 bucks total to develop that app. But being you know 17, that was a lot, a lot of money to me. Um, 
and the how it was, it was a free app, so I was going to monetize it through ads. And this is where you guys got to do homework, especially, especially working with people overseas. Uh, I, I had, it was through AdMob. It was a Google mobile uh, ad platform. And I got flagged for fraud. And then I told them and, uh, for fraud of the ad. So pretty much like uh, click, uh, somebody was clicking a bunch of ads. So the revenue would grow when there's not a very many users on the app. Well, they, they said, okay, it'll be $30 and we'll fix it. They got it fixed. Happens again about a week later. So if you guys have used a platform on AdMob, uh, I'm, to this day, I'm still banned. I've appealed so many times. It's ridiculous. I went on there and about 90% of those clicks came from India. And I've, I, like I said, I've appealed this. I don't know what Google's deal is about this, but I can't get the AdMob uh, account back for any 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 reason whatsoever i i've appealed to this a million times don't know why but yeah needless to say that app pretty much was like i i just had to throw it in the trash and that was that was a learning lesson and then i learned how not to do that again and honestly i kind of stopped the apps from there um i i can i still make some here or there for for just the heck of it i make it for myself i don't actually put it on there you can still find some of mine they're under gerst inc um but uh, anyways, <laughs> getting back to the story, uh, with, with real estate working at Remax, I almost got fired because I was too busy working on those apps. Um, and, and my thing was, is like I just learned I really like working on computers, and real estate was great and everything. And then there was this uh, other realtor in town who hosted the local uh, real estate investment club uh, or investor association or whatever. It, it pretty much does not exist anymore here in town. Um, but uh, he, he pretty much roped me in, so he was with Keller Williams, and I went to work with him as an assistant, and pretty much same payment structure as with Remax, but at this time, I had already graduated high school, so uh, I was just working on studying for the courses, and at this whole time, there was a span of about a whole year I did not study anything from a real estate course, which is a big no-no, because I, I actually applied at a local uh, uh, marketing company. And uh, try try to get a job there, but it, it didn't work out. They didn't have a position that I wanted available. Because if you guys are into marketing and everything, some people they say that they're marketing, but it really just means you're being a door to door salesperson. <laughs> and uh, little did I know, that's exactly what I was walking into going with Keller Williams. Uh, and as you can see with my marketing company, that uh, digital marketing is what I love versus this old school door-to-door -door stuff um but yeah not gonna name any names the agent i was working under he was very uh controlling and very manipulative to clients as well as other people um i and this was almost four years ago so i don't know maybe he's changed a little bit but uh that that was my whole experience with it and uh uh, really, you know, brought my brought to my attention, you know, how to treat people better in the in the in business in general, you know, because uh, I, I fell on a hard time and I actually got a job at Furniture Row for about six months, uh, and then because I just started with a new marketing company, because when I was at uh, not marketing company, new real estate brokerage, uh, when I was over at Keller Williams, the guy I was working under had me. Uh, 
he pretty much told me that there, there's this thing that they have called bold bold event the way he brought it to me was that i had to do it to work with that company so it was like 800 dollars. now this time i i had already blew a lot of my money on that app and i had just recently bought a new car and everything else also being a realtor uh, you have dues you got to pay. You have local MLS dues as well as NAR dues and brokerage dues depending on the brokerage you go with. So over at Kelly, Will uh, Kelly Williams, it was a 70-30 split. And of course, they, they have uh, where you can go up. You're not just capped at that. Uh, you just have to sell a certain amount. And uh, uh, anyways, the guy I was working under, it was he was like a team lead. So from that 70-30 split, it was another like 50-50 split. So uh, the house that I sold, it should have been like $1,100, $1,200. I really only got $320, and I remember that exact amount because it was $1 off from my car payment at the time. Uh, but yeah, uh, he had me go to that bold event, and then also there was, they, Keller Williams has this other thing, it's like called a family something, I, I don't know. But pretty much I was putting out more money than was coming in, and uh, I mean... It was almost like college. Even though I didn't go to college, it was like you're putting out a bunch of money for stuff that really doesn't matter, you know. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I'll learn some stuff at those events. But at the time, I didn't even have my license. I didn't get my license till afterwards. So, yeah, I, I was pretty much going negative. I had to, I had to uh, rely on my parents a little bit at that time. Uh, so that's, you know, why I went to Furniture Row uh, doing sales there. And honestly, it was more labor intensive because I had to also build and load up all the furniture, unload the furniture. It was miserable. Uh, anyways, same month, uh, sorry, the end of, towards the, that last month, the same month that I was leave, I, I left there, I had sold three houses. And in my town, it's a smaller town. Average priced house is 145 currently. Uh, but those three houses that I sold, the commission totaled up to almost $10,000. So. At my age, $10,000 in one month was ridiculous. So, of course, that's why I left there and went straight into real estate. Fast forward, that was 2015. So, fast forward about three years. Or not, not three years, less than that. About two two years-ish. Uh, that's whenever I started getting more into my marketing. So, I learned a lot more with being a realtor myself. Because at the new brokerage I was at, uh, or new brokerage I'm still at, at the time I was called The Property Shop. Now it's just Brico Realty Services. Uh, my broker was in Lake Dallas, which is two and a half, three-ish hours away from me. Uh, I kind of relied on myself for leads and of course doing what most agents do. I just paid Zillow a bunch of money for almost nothing. I, I got just a couple sales out of it. So I started learning more about internet marketing, doing it myself and already knew a little bit of graphic stuff. So I just dug down even further, you know. Uh, I, I started learning Adobe uh, Premiere Pro, After Effects, Illustrator, doing all these designs and videos, and then learn more about ads, how to run ads, started running ads for myself, getting leads from there. A lot of the stuff that uh, I talk about in this, in this podcast and in, in these episodes, a lot of it's what I learned from that short time, and I am still constantly learning. I, I, I try to read about one book a week. I, I want to get to where I'm reading one book a day, which actually is possible. So if you guys want to know, I'll make it a, a separate episode on how to do that. It's actually possible. I've done it before, but I just want to be consistent at it. Um, uh, so uh, I started learning how to do that. 
and uh, there was a mutual friend between uh, another real estate investor and mine, and she she was actually a realtor too with a different brokerage, and she was wanting to do some marketing things as well, and kind of we kind of bounced ideas off of each other, and that's kind of where I started going into doing my own marketing because I was helping her, and then I was seeing how I could do it, and uh, I mean the rest is pretty much history, and from from then on, I kind of lost touch with her. Uh, but one of my friends that I met through that secret entourage place that I was mentioning previously, uh, <laughs> we met at one of the, uh, so secret entourage, they have, we, they have monthly meetups, at least, uh, the Dallas guys do. So we go down monthly in the Dallas groups and his name's Justin. He is freaking awesome. He, uh, we, we originally met going over real estate and he wanted to do, uh, wholesaling and everything. And he lives in Anna, Anna, Texas, which is far away from me like two and a half hours i think um complete completely to the the east side of me um so it, a lot of it was kind of virtually done uh you know boots on the ground was was me and he was doing helping out with a lot of the marketing aspect um and then a little bit after that he's like i don't want to do this anymore and uh he wanted to do uh, SEO. So SEO, for you guys that don't know, search engine optimization. He pretty much helps businesses rank on Google. Uh, so if somebody searched for roofers in uh, McKinney, then he would make that roofing company be the first one that they see. That's that's essentially what he did. And he was he really loved it. And he you know at the at, uh, around the same time as when I was working with that one girl, and he also opened my eyes up to a lot about this too. So, you know, I started making the company and uh, Justin is literally my best friend now. Pretty much every Monday, he's gotten a lot busier now, so I haven't been able to talk to him all the time, but pretty much every Monday we have a weekly uh, accountability call. So we call each other, help each other out on, you know, what's going on on our businesses, how we can tweak and everything else. So I highly recommend you guys get an accountability partner, no matter what business you're in, you need somebody you need, you need that other person with a different perspective to help you out because they see what you don't see. And plus, you also want to make sure that there's somebody that wants to see you succeed as much as you want to see them succeed. Because I know with Justin, I want to see, see him succeed. So many S's in that sentence. <laughs> I want to see him succeed so much, and I know he wants the same for me. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, my marketing company, I originally called it Hayden Gershner is Media Marketing, but... Uh, I started uh, to want to hire sales reps, make it a little bit easier so I'm not doing all of the work, every single thing, because I'm still in real estate. Um, that, that way, it doesn't. it's not really a side hustle. It becomes an actual business. Uh, that way, I can devote an equal amount of time to each. Uh, so I, I was like, having my, name, <laughs> having my name sounds a little bit egotistical. So if you're a realtor... And no offense if you're one of these realtors, but if you're, if you, you've probably seen those realtors uh, where it's like the Smith group and it's their name. I just see that as so egotistical because your clientele, they don't care about you. All they care about is what you can do for them and their, what they get out of everything. They don't care about your name. So uh, <laughs> I had already bought the domain of the acronym HGM for Hayden Gerstner is Media Marketing. So I was like, okay, I'll just switch my DBA around and I made it a high growth in media marketing. It matched, sounds good, and that's pretty much where I'm at. 
so uh, with all that, I, I always loved helping guys uh, in our in our uh, group with Secret Entourage. The guys always clubbing the plug because I'm always helping them out, getting them, uh, you know, helping them with advice, getting them resources that they need, and you know, whatever. Uh, area they're in. I, I've got guys in the group. Uh, there's ones that are e-com, which I've also done e-commerce. Uh, so yeah, just uh, I'm getting off track. But uh, yeah, uh, other uh, this this one's about me. You know, me talking about egotistical people. But I, I know a lot of people want to know about me. So, you know, get credibility for all the stuff I have to say in these episodes. But yeah, I've I've done e-commerce both on Shopify. I've done the drop shipping with eBay. And everything is possible, guys. You can do everything. I was just at that time was the shiny object, and I've really focused down you know that one thing. And marketing really is that one thing for me. With real estate, that is a little bit easier because all all you have to do if you're a realtor is focus on listings. If you focus on listings, the other agents help bring in the buyers. As long as you're good at marketing, you can pretty much sell all anything. And the only thing with houses. The only it's if you get a stubborn seller that is too uh, they they just want that certain price they don't want to they don't want to budge on it because they have too emotional value too much emotional value with the house or if it's in a location where it's like the best house in the whole neighborhood and it's like a mansion in in uh, like Gangville pretty much you know like that that stuff you can't help but other than that you can pretty much sell anything so. Uh, with, with that, I, I have marketing plans set up for each house that I list that, that goes through everything. But uh, other things that I have dabbled in, I say dabbled because obviously I don't do it full time, uh, has been stock trading, also Forex. Forex, I have not done in forever. Stocks, I still have stocks set up. But Forex, what happened was I put uh, $2,500 in and uh, this was a couple years ago. So I put it in the British pound and a about a month shy of that. I mean, I, I've been making about $17 a day at that time, about a month after the Brexit happened. And this is, this was like the scariest thing. Cause I, this happened right in front of my eyes. I was looking at the charts. Cause if you don't know anything about Forex, Forex is foreign exchange trading. It's like trading stocks, but you're trading currencies and it's open it's technically 24-7, but they stop trading on the weekends, but it's, you, you, I mean, you can trade any time of day. Anyways, I'm just watching it and watching the charts go up and down, up and down, up and down, and then it starts going down and down and further and, fu- and further and further. Then uh, soon, I can't even see where it was up, and then out of nowhere, it just closes out. So it closed out all that money that I had, all the uh, $2,500 just gone. And uh, the brokerage I was working with, because uh, with Forex, you have, you have different brokers with that. Uh, it was Oanda, and they're, they're really good. I, I highly recommend them. They've been around since online Forex trading to the public's been open, which is like since ni- the early 90s. Um, that You get a rep you can talk to. So I called him up and like, hey, what is all this about? And uh, he, he was like, it's the Brexit. No, like He's like, everybody in here is freaking out. This Pretty much this has not happened in 30 years. And what happened was the price... I was just plummeting so much because of the Brexit going on, all, all the politic crap. And you know, I'm in Texas, you know, I, I don't really pay attention to that. So that, that is the thing. If you're going into Forex, focus on the news. Uh, obviously, you want some good news, but, uh, you know, focus on the news because that has a lot to do with what's going on with the currencies. Anyways, I was naive. I only took a couple 
classes on Forex before I got into it. it that was like I said, a, a shiny object mentality back then. Uh, but yeah, uh, the they, they said it. Uh, what happened was the government just shut down all trading because they didn't want that the value of their pound to drop any further than it already had. So everybody that had any money in the pound or the euro, I believe, because I, I just had in the pound, I didn't have anything in euro, is US, uh, USD to the pound. Um, yeah, it, pretty much they just lost everything that was right there. And then uh, with uh, Bitcoin coming up, all the cryptocurrency, I, I still I still have some Bitcoin and some Litecoin, uh, but I, I have, there, there have been busts in the market, lost about 1,500 in there. So, and I only say these losses because they are learning experiences. Without failing, you do not learn. Because, like, what happens if you're like, oh, I'm so good, everything's good, I, I can do everything perfect, and then something bad happens, and you have no idea what to do, and everybody sees you as this perfect... Per it, you know where I'm getting at. Like, it's it's good to have failures. You want to fail to succeed. Um... But uh, in a nutshell, uh, I almost hit, I'm right at the 30 minute mark right here. Uh, but uh, in a nutshell, that is my story. That's how I got into this whole entrepreneur world, how I got into real estate, how I got into marketing. And uh, I, I, this is really the only episode I'm making like this. Uh, but if you guys want to know more about me, you can always visit my website, HaydenGershner.com. That's H-A-Y-D-E-N-G-E-R-S-T-N-E-R.com. And from there, I have links to both my real estate and marketing and a couple other things. It's like a little portfolio site. So you can find out more. You can get my contact info there as well. Uh, if you guys have any other podcast uh, recommendations, let me know what you'd like me to cover. Anything on real estate, anything on marketing. I'll be happy to do so. Like I said, my email will be there. Uh, another email that I always check is Hayden at hgym.com. Again, that's H-G-I-M-M.com. Uh, but yeah, and the only thing I ask for you guys is just one thing, and that's to bring a friend. Bring someone that would get benefit from my uh, podcast episodes, whether they're in marketing, whether they're in real estate, whether they're wanting to get into one of the two industries. So yeah, that is all I have for you guys today, and check out the next podcast episode coming up. Bye.